0: Hi! How are you today? I'm pretty good. I have a little back pain, to be honest. But, other than that, I'm great. And... This is an episode that's a bit of a compilation of some resources that I have been tapping into. I know that I often share currently in interviews what I'm reading and what I'm listening to, but I thought I would dedicate this episode in particular to some books that I have found really, really helpful and transformational in my process in the last year. So These are in no particular order. I literally have all these books just sitting on top of my little table right now where I record. And so I'm just going to go through them one by one and tell you a little bit about them. Also, I don't know a lot of the times where I get these recommendations. Sometimes I see it on Instagram or sometimes it just, I don't know, it magically enters the sphere of my universe. So I'm sharing this with you and I get no kickbacks from any of these authors. I happen to have interviewed some of them, but only a couple of them. I just love them. And so I just want to share if any of these are helpful to you. So the first one, Goddess Wisdom. Connect to the Power of the Sacred Feminine Through Ancient Teachings and Practices by Tanishka, 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 I should reach out to her and see if she wants to be interviewed. This one was so interesting because it talks a lot about the root of a lot of practices that we may know just a little bit about in our modern culture, but it talks really about kind of how the sacred feminine apparently used to be very celebrated and the hope that the sacred feminine is coming back, but it's got a lot of practical like ritual and all sorts of ways to connect with other women. So women or women identified, however you like to say it. Next one is Inner Engineering, A Yogi's Guide to Joy by Sadhguru. And this one, I read it a while ago, and truth be told, I didn't finish it. I have that habit of like almost finishing a lot of books. But in this one, he talks a lot about awakening And one of the ways to do that is through yoga. So that is inner engineering. And it's a beautiful cover. Actually, I think Gabor Mate was the one who suggested that one. I've talked a lot about this one, The Leap, The Psychology of Spiritual Awakening by Steve Taylor. I did reach out to him to interview him, and I have to get back to him. So this one is essentially just about the different ways that people come to spiritual awakening. And I found it absolutely fascinating. So... There's that one. Can you hear me dropping them on the floor? (laughs) Because there's no other room on my table. I'm sure a lot of folks who are listening to this podcast are already fans of Ram Dass. This is the only book of his that I've read. I'm ashamed to say that. But this one is called Polishing the Mirror, How to Live from Your Spiritual Heart. And just a word of warning to those of you who may have undergone some spiritual wounding in your childhoods or at any point in your life, really, he uses the word God very liberally here in a way that in some of the chapters, it triggered me a little bit, to be honest. So I just wanted to let people know that that's in there. But it is a beautiful, plunk, amazing book. Okay. Next, The Untethered Soul, The Journey Beyond Yourself by Michael Singer. This has been around for a while now. I just hadn't picked it up. Let's see. Oh, 2007. It's not that old. But the way that he describes a lot of, you know, he says in the book that it's not about any particular religion or belief system, but everything that he talks about, I have experienced via my research in Buddhism, but he explains it in a very non-religious sort of way. And there are things in here that I just, the way that he describes really tuning into your true nature and all of that, like I'm just, I'm looking through and I've highlighted and dog-eared pages. It's funny, my husband was like, why do you highlight these things? Because you never go back and look at them. And I'm like, fuck you, Rich, go to hell. Okay, there's that. Next, we have interviewed this gorgeous author, Sarah Beak, and her latest book, *Red A Soul's Journey to Becoming Human. I've mentioned, oh, and I even wrote in here about our interview. I was so nervous to interview her because she was my first like celebrity interview. She is just such a special soul. And I actually have thought I need to reach out to her and thank her for being on the podcast. Anyway, she wrote this book about her experience as essentially, this is way too reductive to say it this way, but essentially that her soul is the reincarnation of Mary Magdalene. Again, very reductive way to say that. So if that offends you, don't be offended. I mean, I'm not the boss of you, so I'm really not going to tell you how to feel, but just read it. Just check it out. Okay, so that's what I have already read. These are in process and almost finished. So Facets of Unity, The Enneagram of Holy Ideas by A.H. Almas. This book is really hard to read. It's really hard because... I get distracted, and it's one of these books that you literally have to read every word because it's so motherfucking deep, I can barely understand it. I'm obsessed with the Enneagram, as I have said many times. This book is like the Enneagram on, I don't want to say steroids or crack because that is derogatory to people who do drugs, but it is on fire. It is the Enneagram on fire. Wow. So check that out. I don't want to throw that on the floor because that has to go back on my book stand. Okay. The Anatomy of a Calling. You just heard my interview with Alyssa Rankin. This is her latest book, The Anatomy of a Calling, A Doctor's Journey from the Head to the Heart. (laughs) Head to heart. And Prescription for Finding Your Life's Purpose. I'm like two-thirds of the way through, but it's awesome for anybody who is especially kind of trying to figure out what's my purpose in this world, and if you bump up against the shoulds or, you know, the things that your profession has trained you to do, if you're someone who bumps up against that, this is a really great book to kind of help you tap back into yourself, and she's got a lot of personal practices in there as well that you might find helpful. White Fragility. Why it's so hard for white people to talk about racism by Robin DiAngelo. I've talked about this with several of my guests who we have delved into white fragility. Truthfully, I think that this should be required reading for all white people. And also truth be told, I am also two thirds of the way through this because I literally have, what, eight books here that I'm working my way through. But the shit in here, white people, just read it, just do it. There's literally no excuse not to do it. I mean, one of the things that we often run into is how do I become an ally? How do I get better at this? I'm telling you, white person to white person, just read White Fragility and that will get you started on your journey. And then reach out to me for next steps because I can put you in touch with other cool people. Okay, next, Radical Dharma Talking Race, Love and Liberation by Reverend Angel Kyoto Williams, Lama Rod Owens and Jasmine Sedula. So this one, I'm going to be very honest with you. This one is really hard to read. It's written more like a textbook, in my opinion. So it's not something that I've been able to read at night, but it is something that I am committed to getting further into because Lola Wright, who is on the podcast, I believe in somewhere around May or April, she recommended this book and she's a badass. And so I want to do everything that she does. The next one, this is the one I'm gobbling up right now because it's a super easy read and it's also endlessly fascinating. This one is called Selfie, How We Became So Self-Obsessed and What It's Doing to Us by Will Storr. So Will is a journalist and if I would have heard the title Selfie, I would have completely passed this book up having zero interest in it, but it's about perfectionism in our culture and how it's killing us literally and figuratively and he does a brilliant job of interweaving like his own journalistic endeavors with personal stories with research it's just brilliant and i have reached out to him to be a podcast guest but i doubt it's going to happen but put it in the universe All right. This one is much more personal, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you about it. After doing an interview recently with somebody who identified themselves as being a workaholic, I got the Workaholics Anonymous Book of Recovery because... As you know, if you've listened, I work an Al-Anon program and I love it and it's super amazing, but there's a piece of my workaholic kind of tendencies that don't get touched by Al-Anon. And so I just wanted to pick this up and see how this kind of overlaps with my Al-Anon recovery. So... That one is just by Workaholics Anonymous, I guess. I don't know. They don't have an author. It's all the authors. And then the last one, this is kind of more of like a reference book, but this one is The Complete Enneagram, 27 Paths to Greater Self-Knowledge by Beatrice Chestnut. So my friend Sarah Suzuki, who I interviewed on the podcast in 2018, This is the book that every time I'll say something, she'll like screenshot a picture to me of pieces out of this book. So if you too are obsessed with the Enneagram or if you're like, what the fuck is the Enneagram and why do I need to care? This is the book to get. Truthfully, it doesn't have all of the information because it doesn't have the wings in here, but it does have all these subtypes that I didn't know anything about. So it's super fucking fascinating and an excellent reference. So... That's what I'm reading right now. What are you reading? What are you doing with your life? I'm sure you're doing a lot of amazing things, but I would love to know what you're reading too because clearly only having like eight books in rotation at a time is unacceptable. Oh, I forgot because it's upstairs, but I'm reading Motherlode by Wendy Adamson. I'm so silly that I forgot that, but it's literally like upstairs because I'm taking it on a trip with me this weekend. So that is the last book that is in my current rotation. Wendy Adamson, Motherlode. All right. So, thank you for joining me today, and thanks as always to the Creative Imposter Studios for editing, to Liam O'Donnell for our album art, and to Ben Mueller for our theme music. Hang out with us at www.headhearttherapy.com/podcast. You can find us on Spotify, on It's not called iTunes anymore, it's on Apple Podcasts and Yeah, you know where to find us. Okay, thanks. Bye.